generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. to the first service to the message from who was blessed by the message in the first service anybody was blessed can you say something if you were blessed what happened to your voices can you make some noise shout if you salvation the joy of your salvation is what will keep you from sin people think it's sin that collects the joy from them. Sin does not collect the joy from you. You had already lost contact with the joy of your salvation. That's why we're looking for joy in places other than God. You see that now. When you stopped fellowshipping with God, when you stopped tasting God, you wanted to taste other things or other people. Are you tasting God? Are you experiencing? I'm trusting the Lord that you will taste God this morning. How many of you have been in that place before where maybe something burns your tongue and no matter how sweet what you drank or ate what you couldn't taste it? What happened? Did the thing lose its sweetness or have you become desensitized? Talk to me, guys. So it also happens in the spirit. You can become, God never loses his sweetness. That's why the psalmist said, Oh, taste and then see that God is good. So that means there's a connection between your taste and what you're seeing. <laughs> do you know that when something tastes really good, do you close your eyes or not? In other words, you're seeing something that is superior. So when you're tasting the sweetness of God, you become blind to the pleasures of the world. That's the way it works. So whenever you become so attracted by what's happening in the world and so distracted, by the way, the attraction of the world is always a distraction. You ought to write that down somewhere. The attraction of the world is always a distraction. Whenever you're now caught up with that, you're not seeing things that eyes cannot see. And once you don't see things that eyes cannot see, you fall for every temptation. Jesus said to the devil, it is written, when it said, I will give you all the kingdoms of the world. Why? Because Jesus was seeing something superior. You never overcome temptation until you see something better or taste something sweeter. Victory over temptation is never about strongmanism. Is that a word? Or bigmanism. It's about what are you tasting in that moment? What's the internal organ experiencing in that moment? All right, Romans chapter 5 from verse 1. We're going to read together from verse 1 through verse 5. Can we do that real quick? Can we do that real quick? 3, 2, 1, we read. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Continue. Through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And what do we do? We rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Verse 3. And not only that, 
But we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance, character, and character, hope. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Joy. Somebody say, there is joy in my spirit. Somebody shout aloud, there is joy in my spirit. Let me spotlight a couple of things there. If you can go to verse 2 real quick. Verse 2 real quick. Through whom also we have access. We have access to God. How do we have access? By faith. And by faith we have access into this grace. Jason, don't be distracted. In which we stand. And what do we do? We rejoice in hope of the glory of God. We have justification. That justification is by the finished work of Christ. And because of that finished work, we have access by faith. And that experience in and of itself produces joy in our lives. Let's go real quick to the book of Psalms chapter 16. Psalms chapter 16 from verse 8. Psalm 16 from verse 8. It says, I have set the Lord always where? Who is my focus? Who is my goal? Who is my picture? Who is my aspiration? Who is my benchmark? Who is my forerunner? Who is my model? Can I ask you a simple question? When you close your eyes, do you stop seeing? Let me, let me put it this way. When you close your eyes, do you become blind? When you close your eyes, do you lose your sight? When you close your eyes, do you stop seeing? Or are you seeing the back of your eyelids? And they debated amongst themselves. This is good, <laughs> And then Jesus will throw a parable. And then people will just uh, answer. Any answer? Pardon? Is there any medical doctor here who can help us out? Is there anybody who can? Any doctor, any serious science, anybody in anatomical sciences? Help me. Who's that? Someone's pointing at someone. Tell me. Shout, John, who's the person? I can't say who you're pointing to or pointing out. Are you, you're a doctor. Please come help me. Come. What happens when you close your eyes? We aren't seeing anything when our eyes are closed. Yes, um, because for us to visualize um, images, light has to pass into Thank our Thank you very much. Even though you still have the apparatus, there is no vision without light. 
That means that for the image to form in the recesses of your ocular infrastructure connected to your central nervous system, for it to interpret it, you need light. That means that without light, nothing you capture can make sense. Now, God is light. And whenever you don't see life through the light of God, life doesn't make sense. Oh, mama. So it doesn't matter what you're seeing. This is the reason people are rich but confused. People are driving fast cars, but they feel stuck. People marry the finest of wives, but they feel rejected. People party all night, party after party after party, and they still part with things they shouldn't part with. Why? Because until you set the Lord continually before you, you will always be moved. Until the light of God becomes the prism, becomes the filter, becomes the infrastructure through which you interpret things, life will not make sense. Look at somebody say, you need God. Thank you, ma'am. Dr. Who? Not Dr. Who, Dr. What? Dr. Chinelo. My God. Dr. Chinelo. Can we celebrate God for Dr. Chinello with a nice smile? That's the kind of doctor people want to fall ill so they can see. But like, doctor, I'm not feeling well. So, but, but you've completed your dosage. Oh no, I, I need more dosage of you. You are the dose I need in this age. I'm just joking. So David said, watch this, follow me. I have set the Lord continually before me, always before me. I have made the Lord my focus. And because I am so rich, I will not be moved. Tell me. Because I'm so charismatic, I will not be moved. Because I'm so popular, I will not be moved. Because I've read all the books in the world, I will not be moved. Because he's at my right hand I shall not be moved let me declare this as a prophecy over somebody's life certain things are happening in your life right now that it looks like those things should move you it looks like you should fall down fall apart collapse while wind away or melt away but I proclaim prophetically you will not be moved that amen sounds like he's been moved already I said you will not be moved I declare concerning your life, you will not be moved. The bills can move you. The heels can move you. The opposition will not move you. The shame will not move, move you. The rejection letter will not move you. Because you have made the Lord your focus, your concentration. Verse 9. Verse 9, real quick. Therefore my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. And what's going to happen, my flesh also will rest in hope. Verse 10. Why? Because I know you will not leave my soul in shield. In other words, I know that I have eternity with you. That when I leave this place, my soul is not going to be in the world of the dead. I'm not going to be buried. I'm going to be carried. People who don't believe in Christ, they will be buried. People who believe in Christ will be carried. For the Bible says, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. In other words, the believer will literally not see death. His body is going to drop off like a garment, like a cloak. But his spirit is going to be clothed with the spirit of Jesus. Makayasha. 
This is, but David understood this even in the New Testament. Why? Because salvation is not just the New Testament thing. It's part of the eternal counsel of God. So before Jesus comes physically to die and to create the pathway through jurisdictional process of taking our place as a sinner, suffering the crucifixion, the shameful crucifixion, going into the depths of the earth, being buried and being ascended. Before that, David said, you will not leave my soul in Sheol, nor will you allow your Holy One see corruption. And verse 11, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is what? Do you know the primary force for joy as the believer? It is salvation. That's what David is talking about there. You know, we just quote that Bible. In the presence of God, fullness of joy. No, he's saying, for you to understand this, you must understand the power of salvation. The power of justification. It says, in the presence there is fullness of joy at his right hand. At your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Go back to Romans chapter 5 and let me begin to teach from there. It says, therefore, Romans 5 verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith. What is justification? Can I have my four men again? What is justification? Come, my, the four men who helped me in the first service. And if you can come, maybe with, with things, of, I don't know, bags that are easily removable, like sealed, covered bags. You know, a lot of bags have things that are not for people to see. So, just Real quick, just, just come, 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 come. What is justification? What is justification? This guy has been caught. He's been caught red-handed. Red He's been caught in sin. And now there is jungle justice. This guy is condemned to death. He's one of those people that went to steal in the wrong part of town. How many of you know in some parts of town, if you steal, you might get away with it. Actually, they might lock you in jail. But somebody's going to come bail you out. They say bail is free, but it's free after 200,000 or so. Right? And it ends. In some places, you're not going to see any police. Jungle justice. Josh, come help me. Jungle justice. So he comes. He's the one who stole. He's caught in the trap. Caught in the scene. Locked up. And now because of jungle justice, they beat him. They bash him. They gash him. He has things on him. He has the weight of guilt on him. He has the weight of condemnation on him. He has the weight of shame on him. He has the weight of reproach on him. Apart from the physical things that he has on him and the impact of their judgment on him. Guess what's also going on? His feelings. He feels debased. He feels less of a person. He feels weak. He feels condemned and crucified. He feels less of a person. This is what it means to be condemned. He is condemned to death. He is condemned because of sin. And God has to judge sin because God is a righteous judge. However, because God loves man, it says, I'm going to come and I will literally take his place. So the word says that he was made sin. He became sin. Who knew no sin? So Christ literally came into the sinful world. Into the sinful world. He was not touched by the sin. He was tempted in every way as we were. But he was not touched by the sin. And so what it said, it said, instead of you taking him out, taking him out, Take me out. Deal with me. Put the anger on me. Are you following this right now? So instead of you beating this guy, I'm the rich guy. Driving by jungle justice. They put rubber tires on him. Petrol, kerosene, paraffin. What else? Gum, glue. Everything that will make the fire burn fast. They put it on him. I pack my car. 
by the roadside. And I come and I say, sorry, you are going to have to punish me. I say, ah, no, 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 you can't be You know what? I want to take this place. Beat me up. Uh, affect me. Assault me. And all of that. And say, oh, Gassana, you be chairman. Now we can't touch you. Uh, we, we, can't, we can't deal with you. Because death could not hold Jesus down. Uh, so even though they were tried, that's why he says, death, where is your sting? Because when a storm cries, it could not prevail any longer. So instead of this guy dying and being destroyed, the rich man literally takes the shame of identifying with him. He stakes his reputation. Are you understanding this? The Bible says he made himself of no reputation. This guy is a celebrity. He, he, everybody knows that this picture is going on. On Give me that. What's the name of that? Insta blog, Niger. Everybody knows that. That's why the Bible says that he was not ashamed to call us brethren. He came down from his high place, his palatial residence, into that place. And then he said, what did he owe you? What did he steal? He stole an iPhone. Uh, these are three iPhones. Uh, what did he steal? Uh, iPhone 7. Three iPhone 11s. Uh, what did he steal? Uh, BMW. Uh, this, uh, 10 Mercedes Benz cars. Uh, what did he steal? What did he steal? Uh, he stole your wife. Uh, yeah, three women, Marzi. Uh, what, what did he steal? Uh, what did he steal? What did he steal? He stole your opportunities. Uh, now, can he walk free? You see, when he's walking free, he's not walking alone. That is not justification. Walking free means that he's walking with me. Come, come, come. He's walking with me. Watch that. But that's not all. It is also identification. So when he's walking away, he's not walking as himself. I remove my clothes. I remove my shoes. I remove my ring. I remove all that I have and I place it on him. So not only is he walking with me, he's walking as me. Whoosh! 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 So when they come and they say, Don't, are you not the ex-convict? Who? Who? If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. That is why Paul, who was part of those stunning people, he said, we have robbed nobody. We have defrauded nobody. We have offended nobody. Because justification is just as if I had never justified. Just as if I had never. Just as if I had never seen just as if I never lied just as if I never slept with my boyfriend just as if I never watched porn just as if I never took the bribe justification if you are grateful to God for justification I want you to raise your hands up to heaven and rejoice What does it have? To, what does he need to be justified? What does he need? When I come, he doesn't know me from anywhere. Because don't forget, we're not a people. We were lost in sin. We did not know him, but he knew us. He knew us. He predestinated us. He called us. He justified us. He has glorified us in the spirit, but one day he's going to glorify us physically. Our bodies will glow with the glory of God. Your physical body is powered by blood. Your immortal body will be powered by the glory of God. This is why in the new Jerusalem, you will be known by light. There's a calibration of light that every spirit man emits based on their connectivity to the light himself. So in the spirit, you are actually light. What demon spirits see in the spirit is not your face, it's your light. So you all don't know what I'm talking about. 
there's candle light, there's bonfire light. He says concerning Jesus, this is the light that lights up the whole world. In other words, the light of Jesus is mega, 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 mega millions of watts. In fact, no wattage can qualify. He alone powers the entire universe. And every believer is an order of light. Literally. It's not a metaphor. In the spirit, you are a light-emitting body. Some of you don't know that even your physical composition is an electrical wiring circuit. Are you aware? What do you have in your cell? Electrons. What's this? Electronic. Oh, God. You all don't know this? I need to teach you some spiritual science. When you understand this, you will understand why when you pray with believers, life charges. Because when you plug light into light, that's the power of fellowship, intimacy, agreement. Because you are a light-emitting body. So when it says, they that win souls shall shine as the stars, he's saying things like evangelism and soul winning recalibrate the light intensity that you are in the spirit. Prayer, recalibrated, fasting, sacrifice, giving, your light burns brighter. So he says the light of the, he said the righteous man is as the shining light. That shines how? If he's walking progressively with the Messiah. Less of you, more of me. Don't let me get distracted. So thanks. What does he need? He needs to accept. But before he accepts, he doesn't know me. What does he need to do? He needs to believe. How do you know I'm not a ritual killer? When we're sharing the gospel, we're sharing the good news. The good news contains the character of God and the provisions of grace. And when he hears the good news, there is a deposit of God's faith in him. Because you cannot believe God except you have an element in you that corresponds to God. This is the reason when a dog is walking past, the only way a human being can understand a dog is by observation. But the Bible says the kingdom of heaven does not happen by observation. In other words, you can't observe your way into the kingdom. You believe your way into the kingdom. So he has to believe. I'm Mr. Olagmadori Ajamu. And I'm here to search you out. Do you believe? If he believes, he comes with me. At what point does our journey become stagnated or, or truncated? When I stop believing. So he says, therefore, being justified by faith, what does he have now that he's released from those people? What does he have? He has peace. Ah, maybe they wanted to choke him. Ah, now he can breathe. He has peace with the highest being ever. He has peace with God. And it has it through the Lord Jesus Christ. Next verse. Give me more, give me more. Through him also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we now rejoice in hope. So what does the devil do? 
He knows that this guy is justified. So I can keep him ignorant. So he feels he's not justified. So every one of his prayers still has to start with guilt con consciousness. Sometimes he doesn't want to come to the gathering of kings. Because like, ah, I did things that were not kingly in the course of the week. He's dealing with guilt and condemnation. But if he can believe the life of Jesus, listen to this. How can God stop loving me now when I have more of him, when he loved me when I had none of him? How? When I had no spiritual sensitivity, he loved me. For God commended his love towards us in the world we were yet sinners. Christ died for the ungodly. Romans 8, 5, right? Christ died for the ungodly. Now look at this. Now that I'm in Christ, I'm expressing more of his love. And I rejoice. So what does the devil do? Verse 3. This is what the devil does now. Verse 3. Do, 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 do. Not only that. The devil's like, okay, so you've gone. I will show you Pepe. I will bring what? Tribulations. Terrible circumstances. Challenges. Oppositions. Guess what? God brings tests. The enemies, enemy brings tribulations. Temptations. But God knows something. He said that this tribulation is producing something. Please listen. The suffering of the believer is productive. God never allows you to suffer anything except it has a productive assignment in your life. Every pressure point in your life is part of the manufacturing process in God's factory line. Every difficult situation is is designed to produce something. He said that tribulation, one general thing that develops in your life is perseverance or staying power, tenacity, solidity, gravitas. Keep on keeping on. When you feel like it, when you don't feel like it. When it seems God is moving, when it seems like God is not moving. When things are working, when it seems like nothing is working. He's saying the ability to stand on the pressure without breaking or giving in. That is perseverance. Perseverance is not, I'm tired, I'm not doing it again. Oh, God didn't answer my prayer. It's done. I have no boyfriend. Valentine is coming. There is your boyfriend. God, if you don't give me a boyfriend, 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 or a girlfriend, my February 14, 14, 14, 7, 7. If you don't give me by 7, 7, I will go and take 666. Six, six. That devil is a liar. Oh, he said, you stay there. You stay there because it's producing something. Somebody shout, I'm in the production process. It's producing producing something. I'm in the production process. I'm in the production process. I'm learning perseverance. Somebody say perseverance. Uh, go to the next verse, perseverance. Somebody shout perseverance. Perseverance is staying power. Some of you, you had all those deadlines. 2020. I said it 2020. I said 2020. I'm going to release an album. I'm technically done. Technically done. A few more things. But I need two to three months of promotion so it's not out. But guess what? I'm persevering. I'm standing there. Some of you, it's not an album. You're like, hey, it's an album that is doing you. Me, it's husband, though. I had a vision board. In fact, I even had a television board. I changed my television to a board. But now I'm bored. Uh, even though I'm bored, it's no longer in government. But listen, listen. Perseverance, perseverance. Somebody shall stay there. Stay there. Some of you.
have you said, I must to get married. I must to get married. Some people say, are you sure you should get married? They said, no, we've already booked the hall. Then COVID did what God could not do in your life. You see yourself? Perseverance. Last year. Stay there. Remain there. The solid there. Stay there. Don't quit on the marriage. Keep on giving. Keep on sowing. Keep on immersing yourself. Keep on waiting. Keep on serving. He said that is the only thing that produces what? Character is not a gift. It's not. There's nothing called the gift of character. It is the result of perseverance in tribulation. Rebuke, correction, pain, difficulty. He says that's what produces character. Now, what is character? I can't go into it. Maybe there's going to be a teaching on it next year. But character means that wherever you find that thing, it retains its essential and intrinsic values. That's what character is. Water has a certain character. It always boils at 100 degrees Celsius. Come on, somebody. If it doesn't boil, there's an impurity in it. Once it's zero degrees, the character of water is that it will do what? Solidify. Do you know many liquids don't solidify at zero degrees? Because that's not their character. God said, I take you through suffering so that your outcomes and responses to suffering and temptation and money and fame and people and accolades can be predictable by the governance of the Holy Spirit. He said, it is tribulation that produces character. Listen, justification does not produce character. That's why somebody can be a great preacher of the new creation realities, but a poor picture of what is preaching. Justification does not produce character. You didn't hear anything in this teaching yet. You will wonder how come this guy is a brilliant teacher, but he's grown this church biologically. And I don't say that to demean or disrespect anything. It is that every time they were under any kind of pressure, when somebody rebuked them or challenged them or held them back or tried to correct them, they always slip out of it. They didn't persevere. And therefore, their character is not formed. So when they are under any kind of thing they don't like, they will always change color. It produces a chameleon believer that has no power with God. Character! Sometimes it takes 40 years for the character of a deliverer to be formed. And God will call him Moses. So where does joy come? He said we rejoice. He said when that character is formed, what happens? Hope. Please listen. And I mean no disrespect or insensitivity. But if you get easily discouraged, you despair often, you're often in cycles of, of depression, your character needs some work. Because it's saying that when a person is of solid character, they will be discouraged, but there is hope. Elijah got to the point of despair, but only once in his life. Why are you despairing every year of your life? Or some people every quarter, every month. Character! Stay there! Let it burn you. You know why? Who's received a tattoo before? Some of you received a tattoo. 
when they have that drilling machine, some of you don't want to raise your hand because I think we'll judge you. They're still talking about, we're talking about Jesus saved your spirit. They're talking about, I'm not saying go and get that. Ah, freedom. Pastor has given me. <laughs> I'll put Jesus here. I'll put P. Dams here, LT here. I'm a true ambassador. <laughs> I carry kings. <laughs> no, I'm not saying you should go and do that. But listen, when people get a tattoo and that drilling machine is on, if you move or shake, what's going to happen? The ink will smudge and it might pierce your flesh. So there are people who didn't go through the full process of divine embroidery or embossment. So they have a form of godliness. It looks Christish. Christish. They are Christish. But they are not Christ-like. And then guess what? There's the pain. The smudge design is a constant reminder of their undone state. So they take it out on every other person. So they either become judgmental and go into legalism or they become loose and go into carnality in the name of new creation realities. Suffering produces character. It says, he that suffered in the flesh has learned obedience. <laughs> Don't let me go in another direction. So where does joy come? Where does joy come? It said... Hope does not disappoint. I think it's verse, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. I wish I had time to go through it, but let me just try to tie it up. So look at this. The Holy Spirit is given to us. And when the Holy Spirit is given to us after we're justified, He's also the Spirit of regeneration. Titus 2, verse 5. Regeneration. And in Romans 12, from verse 1 through 3, it begins to renew our minds. So the Holy Spirit is on the inside of us and it begins to produce fruit. How many of you realize that when you go from Romans 5, verse 1 to verse 5, you're going to see a manifestation of the fruit of the Spirit. Justified. That's goodness by God's standard. That's justification. Goodness, fruit of the Spirit. What are you going to have? Faith. Do you see faith or faithfulness as a fruit of the Spirit? Oh, come and talk to me. No, don't go too quickly. You're going to see faith there. You're going to see rejoice. Do you see joy as a fruit of the Spirit? What else are you going to see? The glory of God, which is also the goodness or the kindness of God. The glory of God. Through him also we have access by faith to His grace. Rejoice. You're going to see that. Give me the next verse. Glory in tribulations. Long suffering. Perseverance is what? Patience. And then it closes up in verse 5 and it says love so it's saying the operation of the Holy Spirit so the way you know your spiritual calibration is not how sophisticated your tongues sound you speak falsetto normally but when you're praying in tongues you feel like it happens sometimes and if it happens spiritually organically that's great but I'm not talking about swinging or changing yourself the Holy Spirit. How do you know a mature believer? He said the person that has the fruit of the Spirit. So it's the quotient of love. Not just your claim that you love God, but how much of his love you are extending to other people. So the next one is peace. And next one it says what? I don't want to go to Galatians. Tell me. What's the next one it says? 5 verse 22. 
peace and joy. Talks about joy. So joy is so important. Joy is so important in the calibration of who you are in the spirit. Let me give you one or two more verses and then we'll get into praise. Understand something. Let's go to real quick. Isaiah chapter 12 from verse 3. Isaiah 12 from verse 3. Somebody say I'm justified. Somebody say I'm justified. Say I'm filled with the Spirit. Say I have the joy of Jesus. Look at what it says. Behold, God is my Isaiah 12. It's that behold, verse 2. I want to start from verse 2. Behold, God is my, so I will. God is my salvation. I will demonstrate implicit faith in him. And I will not be afraid. For Yah, or somebody say the Lord. Yah, the Lord. Somebody say the Lord. Say it again. Say the Lord. Say it loud again. There's a reason. Say the Lord. Yahweh. In the Hebrew, they don't even put the vowels there. It's holy. It's Y-H-W-H. Holy. It said that is, he is my strength. Right? And my song. And what has he done? He has become my salvation. So he has become Emmanuel. Once was a child is born, a son is given. His name shall be called Everlasting Father. Emmanuel, Jesus, Everlasting Father. How can the son be the father? Because the father became a son of man, took on the flesh. So the son is the father. And he dwells in me by the spirit. <laughs> Somebody say, yeah. He has also become my salvation justification verse 3 verse 3 therefore how am I going to interact with the depths of God what is a well is a well an overhead tank shout so when joy when you want joy in your life will it fall on you what's a well was a well a deposit a reservoir a receptacle in the earth yeah 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 so when you want water from a well what do you do what do you do what do you do what do you do you draw it out. There was a time in our house when Camille and Ronald wanted water. We'd have to go to the water fountain or what you call the dispenser and go there get some water for them. Because at the time, they were either not tall enough, they were crawling or something. Or after a while, we knew that if they took water, they would spill it all over the place. But guess what now? When they want water, what do we say? Come in, but you know where the water is. And it goes down the staircase, long stairwell in the house. It goes all the way down and it gets the water by himself. Only a baby 
believer depends on other people for the regulation of their own joy. At some point as you grow in God, you will say to yourself, I know I'm grieving. I know I'm in pain. I will cry for a day or two. But after two or three days, no matter in this world regards or requires my depression because my depression will not make it better. He said with joy, is your pastor the one to draw it for you? Is your best friend the one to draw it for you? Is your neighbor the one to draw it for you? Where are the joy generators in the house? Where are the joy fetchers in the house? Where are the joy bringers in the house? Where are the joy boosters in the house? Listen, listen, I said in the first service, the devil got no chill. That's why it goes to fire. It's going to hellfire. Ah, but guess what? The devil also has no joy. Uh, the last time I checked, you are not the devil. That means you have joy. That means you have a deposit of the God life. If Yahweh is your well, I want it to bubble with joy for the next 20 seconds right now. Draw it out. Draw it out. Draw it out. Salvation is like orange. There's orange juice inside. There's orange pulp inside. There are orange seeds inside. There are many things you can do with it. But you need the squeeze of joy to bring it out. How many of you grew up in homes where you had a well in your compound or a well in your house? And whenever you wanted water, when, you know, the, the water cooperation was not cooperating, you will go to the well. And what would you do? There's something they call the Doro, not Doro, Buccio. But even though if you had a neighbor whose name was Buccio and person had Doro, that would become Doro Buccio. Now. So you get that Doro, right? That black is usually black thing. Some people improvise, improvise, and they use the paint buckets. They will use hot iron to pierce the side. I'm, I'm casting somebody's child. See, see the smile? I love that smile. Like, ah, you know me, you know me. Because you are chilling with the most high. Not their kind, though. The real kind. So you get the, the, the paint bucket or the, the big pocket. Now, when you start letting down the bowl, is that when you get the water? Is the bowl still dry? Are the people still thirsty? Are the clothes still unwashed? But what do you keep doing? Keep putting it in there. Keep putting it in there. Keep putting it in there. And the deeper your well is sometimes, the longer it's going to take. But after a while, you're going to feel that this Doro has gotten somewhere and is heating the joy. And you begin to draw. Do you know the size of the container? that you use determines the amount of water you will bring out of the well 
so all of us have the same well of salvation but some of us get more out of the well because we are more intentional about our joy we are more intentional we always look like we're always happy because we know how to plug into the source in the presence of God in the presence the active conscious manifestation of God there is fullness of joy joy in your house joy in your heart joy in your soul joy in your mind am I saying that there will be no pain there will be pain we saw Jesus in pain but do you know what the Bible says concerning Jesus who for the joy that was set before him wonder what did Jesus need when he's saying joy you own the earth now you own heaven you own the earth you own everything so what were you looking forward to it was not anything material it was you you were the joy he was looking forward to the recreated man in Christ the redeemed of the Lord who will say so the weak who will say I am strong the one who is sick physically that will say I am healed the one who is indwelt by God the one who is blood bought, water, washed spirit filled justified, emancipated that's the one who brings him joyful praise joy that's the only thing Jesus wanted that he did not have before the cross apart from the temporary control that the enemy had about the earth but he had to redeem the man so that when he restores the earth he's going to do that he's going to restore the earth and he's going to restore the kingdom to Israel physically capital will be New Jerusalem descending out of God who is really your mother because we are born Jerusalem is our mother. We're going to be clothed in that city wherein it says a city that is set up on a hill cannot be hidden. So once we take it as a picture and a parable in this age, in that new age, it is going to be a reality that will be the city of God. God will walk amongst men. Yeshua. Hey! Kasopaya. Jesus will be like, Olusha, come. Let's walk across the Jordan. I want to show you why I told Paul not to tell anybody about that 14 year ago thing when I said, I saw I knew a man about 14 years ago who was caught in the fourth, third heavens, the things that he saw. Do you know why I told him that? I found your word and I ate them and they were the joy and the rejoicing of my soul. God will walk on the earth as he did for he once did when he walked with man in the cool of the garden now he's not going to walk in the cool of the garden he's going to walk in the cool of the garden of God the cool of the garden of God is the refreshing breath of the spirit of God the, the moves of God are in the cool of the garden they are in the breath of the Holy Spirit that's the cool of the garden for the new man in Adam that's why when you're burning with agitation, you don't hear God because God speaks in the cool. He that dwells in the secret place of the most. This is the reason for a retreat. And I recommend one for everybody before the year is over. A day, two days, three days. Lock yourself somewhere. 
or come out just six to do at least 12 hours sleep you will pray as you're sleeping some of you sleep don't worry but sleep in the prayers wake up you see pictures images the coolness of God will take the heat of the year away from you let me show you one more before we dance remain standing Nehemiah don't forget what does it say God is my salvation say Yahweh somebody say Lord somebody say Jehovah let's go to Nehemiah 8 verse 10 then he said to them go your way eat the fat drink the sweet <laughs> and send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared for this is that for this next verse for this day is holy to our Lord notice does it say this day is holy to our God it says holy to our the joy of who is my strength the joy of the Lord who has become my salvation the Lord has shown me salvation do not sorrow for the joy of the Lord is your strength Lord is Jehovah it's a covenant name of God Lord is an association name is a possession name is an is a redemption name is a purchase name right Lord God owns the believer in Christ on three levels somebody say I'm thrice owned by God thrice owned by God somebody say I'm thrice owned by God father son spirit God owns me the first dimension of ownership he owns me by creation in the beginning God made heavens and the earth and God formed man out of the dust of the earth and God said let them God breathe so God owns me by creation somebody say I'm owned by creation or say I'm owned by God in creation when I believe in him I'm owned by the son I'm owned by the father in creation and I'm owned by the son through redemption somebody say I'm owned by God through redemption by the indwelling of the spirit of God I'm owned by God in possession some of you are not understanding yet somebody say I'm thrice owned by God somebody say I'm thrice owned by God this is Apple if Steve Jobs created this his company Apple created this Apple owns this by creation when I bought it did I buy it or was I gifted this phone I bought it when I bought this phone I owned it by what by what by redemption you know why because after buying it I can give it to somebody else who is now going to own it by come on somebody so if there were three persons Apple owned it by creation Dami bought it or owns it by redemption why 
my name will be on the receipt. But whose attributes will be seen in it? The person who owns it by possession. That's why the day your little cousin possessed your phone, did he break it or not? Some of you. Oh, talk to me, talk to me. I'm about to climax the message, so you need to respond right now. Who determines the state of a thing? Who determines the state of a thing? The one in possession of it. When you walked into your last house and you saw the window, when you took the house as the new tenant and you saw the window cracked and you saw the window blinds broken and you saw the tiles off, what did it tell you about the last occupants? That they were disruptive, maybe irresponsible, or careless, or they're just free-spirited. Why? Because the person who determines the state of a space is the dominant force in that space. It is the person who possesses that place. Well, let me tell you, anytime you feel you are owned by sickness, you will be depressed. When you allow pain on you, you will be sad. When you allow delay on you, you will be frustrated. But when you know I'm owned by the Father in creation. I'm owned by the Son in redemption. I'm owned by the Spirit in possession. And the Bible says the joy of the Lord is my strength. That means by thinking about my ownership and my redemption, I can shout yes. And it said the joy of the Lord. And it said the joy of the Lord. It's my strength. The joy of the Lord. So guess what? In the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. At his right hand, there are pleasures. Who is seated at the right hand of the Father? Christ. Who is seated in Christ? Me. Who is reigning in me? God. How? In Christ. By who? The Holy Spirit. That means I have joy in me and I'm in joy. I'm sandwiched in joy. I'm padded by joy. I'm surrounded by joy. I'm filled by joy. I'm driven by joy. I'm elevated by joy. I'm propelled by joy. I'm moved by joy. I'm regulated by joy. I have joy, joy abundantly. Hey, somebody shout yes. Finally, I'm getting ready to wind it down. Somebody shout finally. Somebody shout finally. Look at somebody, somebody say finally. They said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. What does that mean? When you think about superheroes, the superheroes, they always have what? Something that is a sign or a contact point of their strength. Ah, Batman, he has his power bike and his power suit. Superman, he has his cape. Iron Man, he has a super high tech. A uh, technologically wired suit. Uh, Spider-Man. Uh, he has a spider web. Uh, Ant-Man. What does he got again? Uh, he's got his ant ability. Uh, what does the believer have? Ah, uh, uh, Superman has his cape. Uh, and Dami has his joy. Uh, Batman has a suit. Uh, and Dami has his joy. Uh, Spider-Man has his web. Uh, uh, call your name. Call your name. Uh, and Dami has his joy. Uh, Ant-Man has his ant powers. Uh, and I have my joy the world didn't give it the world can't take it I have joy how many 
of you remember Thor? You remember Thor or Captain America? When Captain America is not with a shield, he can fight a little bit, but it's not very meaningful. When it does not have a shield, they can deck him a little bit. But once he can make connection with his shield, hey, they're not bond them well. If you can reconnect with your joy, you will slice, you will dice, you will break, you will shatter. Shadia! 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 How many of you remember Thor? How many of you remember Thor? If he can just stretch his hands and uh, the hammer finds its way into his hands. A joyful believer is a threat to hell because I can swing like this and a thousand demons will fall. Do you know why? Joy disrupts the atmosphere that demons find comfortable. For demons to operate longer, they need depression. They need worry. They need agitation. That's their atmosphere. The atmosphere of heaven is joy, is peace, is goodness. That's why the Bible says where there is strife, there is every evil thing. But when you get the hammer, when you get the hammer like Thor, you can tell the devil because you can swing the hammer. You can swing joy. Are you ready to dance? Are you ready to holler? Are you ready to give God praise? Are you justified? Are you redeemed? Are you sanctified? Are you new? Shalias! We're gonna dance for the next 10 or so minutes. Rejoice with this understanding. Rejoice with this understanding. Since the devil knows, since the devil knows, this is not written in tongues. It's written in human language. And if the devil has not learned to speak English all these thousands of years, what's he been doing with his life? So the devil re reads the text. He reads the written text, but he doesn't understand the mystery of God's will. Since the devil knows that the joy of the Lord is your strength, he will try to deceive you into thinking you are too weak to rejoice. Do you know that anything that you have in and of itself, if you don't increase it by receiving more, generating more, it will finish one day. So that means if you feel tired, the little strength you have to rejoice that you don't use will still expire. But when you use that little strength you have to rejoice, more of the joy is like priming your borehole or priming the pump. How do you remember priming? You pour some water or you use that borehole thing to prime. More of the joy will ooze out of the wells. So as we dance and as we sing, let's do it with great joy today. KMT, take it away. Can I hear somebody give God a shout? Do I have victorious people in the house? Ooh. Who God has been faithful to. Let me hear you give him a shout. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory. Say to your neighbor, are you ready to give God some joyful praise? I 
can hear you say are you ready to give God some joyful praise are you ready? say are you ready to give God some joyful praise let me hear you scream come on let me see you clap I can hear those clap come on let somebody give God a shout of praise in the air. This kind God, oh, I never see your time go. This kind God, oh, blessed be your holy name. Say this kind, everybody. This kind God, I never see your time go. Everybody say. Let me see you dance, yeah. So, 
I'll just run to a couple of people. The camera doesn't need to follow me, so you don't turn upside down. All I wanted to do, when I bring the mic, when I bring the mic to you, just say something you are thankful for. Ready? So it can be any body. For life. For health. Family. Resources. Go for the church. Resource control. Woo! Are you from Niger Delta? Provision. Protection. Kings. Everything. Everything. We have thank God for all Jeez. of us. fact that my mind is, is um, together. Sanity. Anybody wants to thank God for something? Tell yeah. your neighbor what you're thankful for. Yes, sir. Tell your neighbor what are you thankful for? Because what? I happened. Finances. My family. Woo. For yes. grace. Grace. Grace, grace, grace. Good health. Good health. I'm thankful because I happened in 2020. You yes. happened! Yes. Live. You have yeah. to have been in first service to understand What's that. Growth. Somebody give God praise. So, thank you, Father. We adore you, Lord. We adore you. Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.